Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Kenz as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or are Mac and Kenz your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. We are on week four of our Freedom Series, and today's episode is all about shame for the girl who needs freedom from shame. And there's so much good stuff that we're going to talk about later in this episode. Um, But first, we just wanted to, you know, just chat a little bit about what's going on in our lives right now. We really enjoy this part of the podcast. We do. I particularly enjoy it today because we have a new little setup in here, you guys. And normally we're in a stuffy, hot room and Max upper lip sweats. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Wait, I'm dead. (laughs) But today... If you go on tour, you'll hear her. Ken's, you know... Okay, so... Let me tell you, if you want to be friends with Ken's, you got to have thick skin. You got to have thick skin. Truly, though, to be friends with you, you have to have thick skin. It's true. I think that's why we make such good friends. (laughs) My love language is truly like roasting people. It truly is. If I I roast you, it means I love you. I don't know that I like the saying thick skin. (laughs) You got some... She thick. She thick. <laughs> oh gosh. I do feel like I kinda had thick skin. Like, like leathery. Actually? Like oh my god. Anyway, so but it's airy and I can look out a window and like yeah. breathe a little bit. So this is really nice. But um mm. I'm really excited. We wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about something we're working on behind the scenes real quick. Yes. So if you guys haven't seen, we have this awesome resource called The Tent. And you're probably like, what is The Tent? Well, The Tent is a monthly subscription that essentially gives you resources for your quiet time or your time with Jesus. And yes. this is something that Kins and I are both so incredibly passionate about because I remember during my early days of walking with Jesus, just being so so confused mm-hmm. on how to spend time with Jesus. I saw all these girls posting on Instagram about their quiet times. And I was like, gosh, I hate reading the Bible. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't find it to be fun. I don't know what I'm learning. Like I don't understand it. And mm-hmm. so this is really a resource for those of you who are either number one, you're like, I have no idea how to have a quiet time. I don't even know what that looks like, but I want to spend time with Jesus. This is perfect for you. Or number yeah. two, maybe you're just felt like yours is kind of felt like stuffy and you're just kind of like bored with it and you need something to kind of zhuzh it up or, you know, just reignite your passion for spending time with God. Then you need the tent. It mm-hmm. gives you a scripture guide for every single month. Um, we actually have a monthly focus where we dive really deep into one specific topic guided prayers they're these Mm -hmm. awesome little like eight to ten minute prayers that you just like press play you sit get alone and you just seriously encounter Jesus and hear the voice of God through it Um, and then we give you tons of other just like resources our best tips and tricks on how to spend time with Jesus and um, our monthly Bible or our quarterly Bible study yes Ken's and I host a quarterly Bible study through the tent so not only do you get resources but you also get community and you get um, just kind of like some big sisters that are cheering you on in your journey. That's right. It's so good. And we're just kind of working on making it even better right now. And gosh, I'm just so excited for all these girls to be a part of it in the new year and really like, really feel like their quiet time is 
productive and powerful. As silly as that word sounds, when I feel like when you attach like quiet time to productivity, like that shouldn't necessarily be a thing. But I do find that if like you end up like if you just don't know what to do with your quiet time and you're sitting there and bored and like I've been in seasons where I'm like I don't even know what to journal. I just sit there with a page open and say like three sentences and call it a day and like yeah. it's not productive and then I just stop doing it eventually. And so we really want to give you tools and ways to make it feel really like powerful and productive. Like you're learning, you're diving into the word and it's just so important. And the best thing about the tent is that it is free for the first seven days. So why not give it a try? You just go to our website forthegirl.com. You can sign up. And if you don't find it to be helpful or just say it doesn't work for you, then you can totally cancel your subscription before the seven days ends and you don't pay a dime. And it's only $10 a month to be a part of the tent regularly. So it's definitely an awesome resource that you should check out maybe one of your new year's resolutions or your goal was to spend more time with God and to actually be intentional about having that daily time with him it's just such an incredible resource that we seriously designed with you guys in mind and so check it out for the girl.com and it's time for some three minute tea some tea you guys nervous let's just jump right in because that was kind of long this one might be pg-13 uh-oh because we're talking about the honeymoon. The Ooh. honeymoon. So here's the thing. I am going on a honeymoon in May, and we're going to Punta Cana, Punta Dominican Canta. Republic. Canta. Yeah, we're doing one of those all-inclusive just like thing. We got a two-story terrace room with a, a oh, jacuzzi mama. tub, plunge pool, our own. It's going to be really nice. I'm very excited about it. Mm. But I just thought, Ken's, that you could give me, you could mm. help prepare me for the honeymoon. Because, mm. you know, your experience, you've been on a honeymoon. I have been on a honeymoon. We didn't go to Putacana. Where'd you go? Mexico. Baja Mexico. You went to Baja Mexico. And it was great. It was really good. But we didn't do the all-inclusive thing. So that's great. Uh, I wish we did. Did you were stressed about like how much things were too? Yeah, like because everything just starts to add up. You eat like breakfast, get a coffee, yeah. and you're like, holy moly. Yeah, because resorts are expensive. Yeah. yeah. So we tried to leave early. It was that bad. Tyler and I have said like <laughs> we are going to be those people who are definitely going to be at the buffet 24-7. Like we will get every ounce we yes. possibly can squeeze out of an all-inclusive resort. I also probably will be the person that's like leading the Congo lines and things like that. We are definitely all-inclusive people. Well, no there you go. You it. don't even need advice. It's just embrace it. Okay. Like, you know. Okay. Be free. Have fun. Get off your phone. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're not bringing phones. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We're um, going to turn those off. Okay, so but this is really funny. So the night before Ken's left for her wedding, she had a wedding that was like not in Nashville. She, it was a, what do you call this? A remote. Destination <laughs> wedding. So the night before um, Ken's, I was at her house and um she was trying on all of her lingerie for me and it was the funniest moment of my life. Yeah. I've never laughed so hard. It was so bad. And I'm glad that we can finally share it with the podcast. My mom got me the most P what do you say? R-rated lingerie. Okay. So I didn't even know this is a thing there. I mean, like, I guess maybe oh, I no. did, but like the, Ken's got really cute lingerie. Like it was really cute. I kept being mm. like, this is so cute, but it was all of them were crotchless. And like, <laughs> and like had like nipple slips. <laughs> so like she tried these on for me and she also just oh gotten a wax. Gosh. And so it was the funniest moment of my life. Yeah. I don't like I this. I have seen too much of Ken's. I, <laughs> I know you're going to have to try yours on for me. I mean, we don't, we, we have 
tried to figure out how to – Josh, for a really long time, didn't know you had to take the laundry off. He just kind of like <laughs> – <laughs> so we had to work on that. So that made it but convenient. But I guess that's the, what's great about that the crotch list is yeah. you can leave it on. Yes, exactly. So have you gotten laundry? Are you going to do that? Hurry um, up. We have 15 No, days. I haven't gotten any yet. You know, we still got a few months, so. Yeah. Please don't get me crotchless. I'm going to get – for sure. Like, I have to now. No. It's legendary. Oh, my goodness. It's great, too. I feel like it's great. But, like, how do you feel cute walking out? To and- be honest. I wish I was more of a lingerie girl. You but don't? I haven't followed through with that. Yeah. You haven't? Okay. Not really. I don't know. It's yeah. just like, I'll be surprised if you do, but it, I mean, it's great, you know? Yeah. Do you have friends that are into it? Mm, like, I don't know. I guess you don't I want to know from that. the listeners, you know? Do you guys? I don't you know. You married girls out there. No, we do talk about it, but I feel like it's not really like a question. I don't know. But this is just some. so funny. Like, you know, now that I'm engaged, we're getting ready to do all this. It's just so funny. Things I never thought about in my whole life. And now I'm like, now you're thinking now about I'm like, it. will I be into lingerie? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I bring it on like every vacation know, and I never still wear it. So. All I know is that I don't want crotchless lingerie. <laughs> I'm getting you some. I don't want that it's, at all. It's quite vulnerable. That's what I'm thinking. Like, how do you feel cute walking out in that? I really hope that, like, our mom doesn't get mad at us for talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Wow. Have we gone – have we crossed it the line? It is funny that my Do mom thought it, it was cute. In? That's what I think is so funny. Your mom – I kept being like, Why didn't oh, this she is comment so cute. On and then you put it on and I was like, whoa, cover yourself. I yeah. don't want to see that. I don't know. I don't know if she didn't look closely enough to notice that or – Anyways, it so. was cute though. Like it was really like it was definitely the cutest laundry you had. It just was like we kept. It was so funny. Every time you'd put one on, we'd both be like, "You can't wear that." Did you <laughs> no. bring those? I just yeah. I Did can't really them? remember. Yeah, like on the honeymoon. Yeah. Oh I don't goodness. know. I don't wow. even know, guys. Okay, this is sorry. Like okay, we're also way beyond. We're the three way minutes. time I'm is excited up. Excited for you to go to put the canta though. Okay, we'll do another three minute tea post uh, yeah. honeymoon, and I'll I'll share more. Yeah. I mean, not really, but, you know, maybe some details. Speaking of vulnerable, we're going to get vulnerable in this episode, and it's going to be good. So get ready. Get serious, guys. I think we need to all shake that off of us. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Okay. See you on the other side of this intro. <laughs> okay, For the Girl fam, I am so excited to tell you about one of our favorite podcast partnerships, and that is Podcorn, P-O-D corn. Podcorn is amazing because they are the reason why we get to tell you about all of our favorite brands and products. It's an online platform that allows podcasts to connect with their favorite brands, subscriptions, and products to be able to share them with their audience like our incredible For The Girl audience. So if you're a podcaster or you have a friend who is a podcaster or maybe you're interested in podcasting, we get so many messages about girls that want to start their own podcast. You gotta check out Podcorn. They have an incredible team that will help you get your dashboard set up and you'll be able to start chatting with your favorite brand so you can connect and share about some of these incredible products that we get to share with you guys um, through this amazing, amazing platform. So check it out. All you got to do is go over to podcorn.com to find all the information, all the details and get started with podcasting today. 
Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are super pumped to dive into today's episode. We are talking to the girl who needs freedom from shame. Um, and I, I feel like we both really want to be like sensitive in um, this conversation because yeah. I think that the topic of shame can go really, really, really deep. Like mm. um, it could be something really sensitive, abuse or something in your past that just like has you would never really talk about or is really, really heavy in private. And then for others of us, though, it might feel a little less like that. And it's maybe just it's maybe like a, a, a day to day like shame that you carry and decisions you're making, yeah, the choices yeah. you're making. And so, yeah, maybe it's a bad decision you've made that just stuck with you for so long and you're needing freedom in it. Maybe it's a sin that you're currently living in right now and haven't really been able to let go of it. Or maybe it's someone who who did wrong you um, through abuse, assault, abandonment, and it created just like an indescribable insecurity in your life so much so that you haven't brought it to really anyone, including the Lord. And so you want to dive into all of these scenarios um, and really help you experience healing and experience freedom yeah. that comes through it. It's going to be good. Yeah, I think about, um, you know, when I think about freedom, when we were writing this study, this was like the first topic yeah. that we were like, okay, yeah, we got to do a week on shame or like things from your past that you haven't totally dealt with the Lord um, or taken to the Lord with. And I think about, in my mind, I go to, um, so on tour every year, we do, you know, almost like a moment, an altar call moment where you can yeah. really like lay down things before the Lord. Yeah. And so often afterwards, you know, you'll see there's usually like several girls <laughs> in the front row, <laughs> yes. tears, mascara, stained right. cheeks, all the things. And you can just tell that mm. they are just like pouring out their heart before the Lord. And oftentimes yeah. the, one of the like joys and honors of our job is we'll get yeah. to talk to them after and just hear stories of like, you know, what were you talking to Jesus about in that moment? And mm. so many women are just, I've just heard story mm. after story of so many different things of just like so many things of just like the heavy weight of sin yeah. or shame in their life. Like something of yeah. like, you know, my boyfriend and I, like we have been like, you know, sleeping together. And that's not what I want to do. That's like not what I feel God mm. calling me to. And I had to lay that down before the Lord. And I've just felt so much shame about it. Or like, you know, there's this like mm -hmm. moment from my past, something that happened that I like have never told anyone about. And I had to like lay that down before the mm. Lord. And like, what I think is so cool about those moments is like, they're really heavy things really mm. heavy things that they've just kept hidden in the dark for so long. Mm -hmm. And in a moment, in a moment of encounter with Jesus, yeah. they brought it to the light. Yeah. And then literally five minutes later, they're sharing it with me, a stranger. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, how powerful is that? That yeah. to me is a transformative moment. It's mm. a moment where like, I kept this in hidden in the dark for so long. And then I brought it before the Lord. The Lord spoke into it and mm. you can see how much lighter they are. Mm. Like literally I can mm -hmm. see the difference. They carry this like joy and lightness to them. And I mm. think that is what what heart we want to give you guys is that like yeah. there is a place to take your shame there yeah. is a place to take the darkest deepest thing that you've never told anybody about that you are sure yeah. if anybody knew there's no way they could love you there's no way they could forgive you like there is a place to take that it is to the feet of Jesus yeah. and there when you do that when you do the scary thing of laying that out before him mm. you walk away different that's you right. walk away 
free. And so yeah. I know that sounds like all like cheery and <laughs> great and awesome. Um, but I good. really believe that, uh, yeah. that's kind of what this conversation, what we want it to be about. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we really want to start there. Here's the thing is I think that there's a lot of us, when we struggle with shame, we actually like into what you were just saying, like we actually don't totally believe yes. maybe that God is who he says he is that we don't totally believe that he doesn't care what your past looks like when you come to him in surrendering. Like Mm. we just like, don't believe that. We're like, no way. He still probably cares. That's still gotta be attached to my identity. That's still part of my story. And the rest of my life's going to maybe be like tweaked because of it. That's not true. Like, so we got to address that doubt, that lack of faith and belief in the character of God, that mm. your past is your past when you choose to surrender. And yeah. um, for others, we might not believe that he has the power to just like redeem, like yeah. totally like redeem and heal. Mm. And some of us, we don't have we belief that he cares. I think yeah, there's a lot of us good. who are like, he doesn't care about that thing that happened to me when I was 12. He wasn't there for me. That's why it happened. Or, you know, we're caught up in these these lies from the enemy that he, he didn't care. He left you. And that's just not at all true. He cares yeah. about, like, he cares more about this than anything else. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. his priority. Yes. And I was thinking about this the other day. I've been, you know, um, on For the Girls here, going to share a message on freedom and what that looks like. And yes. I was thinking about this, that like, we are not just set free from something. Like, Jesus, there's so much more to the freedom that Jesus wants to offer you. He doesn't just want to set you free from something. He wants to set you free for something. Yeah. Like, there's something on the horizons of what God wants to do through you yeah. that living in bondage to this shame or living in bondage to maybe like a sin pattern or living in bondage to a thing from your past, from your story, from your past that has literally been keeping you from Mm. something that he has for you. And so you're not just set free so that like you can be like, yay, done with that. Like (laughs) Jesus is setting you free from something for something that he wants to do in and through you. Like, and that's what I think is so powerful and cool. And I think about like Mm. the scripture story that is from the freedom book. Oh my God. Gosh, perfectly I'm totally, depicts this. Oh my gosh, I'm totally obsessed. I literally feel like I've been like so caught up in the story of Peter. Um, and that I so it's so funny. We write so much all the time. Like yeah. you go through these scripture stories and you dive deep into I it. I wrote on Peter in the John book, so you're like two years <laughs> behind. So it's whatever. Okay, well, also, like I've obviously read about Peter before, but it just on this this it yeah. hit me different. It hit me different. It hit you different. Totally. I think it's because it was attached to this topic totally. of shame, and I never viewed it in this way and it's actually funny because it is a really basic story so what we wrote about and gosh girl if you haven't read the study you better begin in there because this is <laughs> all there our passion <laughs> I'm not gonna give you the whole scoop because it's better in there but anyways um it's a story of Peter and we all heard it before it's when he denies Jesus right before he's crucified um but it's just so insane, you guys. If you dive into it deeper, <laughs> totally obsessed. So Peter, of course, he he's a disciple of Jesus. He's walked along Jesus's life for years now, like his partner in crime. He's like there for him all of the time, like one of his best friends, his advocate. They are so tight, so close. And then moments before the resurrection, um, Peter is there. He's actually in the same room, um, according to scripture, when he is getting, when he's about to be crucified. And mm-hmm. Peter's just sitting 
something some distance away, probably not super far away. And they like literally as they're like making eye contact, he denies him not once. He's like, I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know him. That's not the exact scripture, but I don't <laughs> three know him. Three times. Three times, okay? Denies him just like in that moment, like I don't care about him. And it's incredibly sad and incredibly devastating. Peter didn't want to, but he was, he was, he, he uh, was just trying, he was caught up and he feared also being rejected and so many different things. But anyways, he, um, after this moment, um, the thing crows, <laughs> the bird, what is the, <laughs> the, the rooster the crows. Rooster. And Jesus said, you'll deny me three times before the rooster crows. And he did. I know the rooster. Okay. I didn't know a rooster. I pictured a crow. Okay. It's <laughs> like, Bible is this scholar a rooster or is this a crow? Anyways, so. Uh, then what? Okay, so uh, yeah, I got to keep going. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys. All right, so so then Jesus Jesus um, is resurrected on the cross and he comes back and he comes back and one of the first people he sees is the person that denied him and I just think of Peter and these these moments between like the three days between when Jesus is has not come back yet. Don't you think that Peter's just like full of shame? I can't believe I did that. I mm. can't believe I let him down. Um, am I ever going to see him again? Like full of guilt. So much guilt is so real. Like it was probably so heavy for him in this moment. Well, Jesus shows up for him on the beach. You guys got to read this, but Peter sees Jesus from far away and he's with some other disciples on the boat. And as soon as they see him, Peter starts, jumps in the water and starts just like swimming as fast as he can to okay, Jesus. Wait, we got to tell them about the naked thing. Okay. Yeah. So the first, go ahead. Go okay. Ahead, so Ken's and I, she was writing this, you know, whatever she's writing it. And so we always edit each other's writing. Like we read it to each other. And yeah. so she's like, Peter was so excited to see Jesus that he stripped <laughs> naked and ran to Jesus. And I was literally like, Ken's was Peter naked? I don't think he was naked. And she's like, yes, it says it in the scriptures. He was <laughs> naked. And I was like, I don't think he was naked. It says that he took off his outer garments. And at a quick glance, I just thought it was like his she's clothes. Like, his whole yeah. clothes. He's yeah. naked. So Peter wasn't he naked. He wasn't naked. But More than likely, awesome. he wasn't naked. Yeah. What if? What if? But anyways, there's this moment of just redemption of like, and I do want to, I want to get to what you're talking about, about what's next for Peter. And I guess I'll say it right now. Peter, like literally, there was so much more that Jesus had in store for Peter. And that's why he met with Peter. The scripture after that, the first whole part of Acts, as you guys read it, you'll see that even the little titles, it's like Peter heals this guy. Peter speaks in front of large crowds. Peter like does a million different things for the sake of the gospel. Like God cared to heal him, to meet him in his shame, to free him of his shame so that he could send Peter out. Like Peter's story really did matter. God had so much more in mind for him than he even knew of himself, but he had to overcome this shame. And, but my favorite moment of this whole scripture is that swim, he's swimming over to Jesus just frantically, just being like, God, I want a moment with you. Jesus, I mm. see you yeah. and I need to be redeemed. What I did was awful. I feel guilty. I feel terrible. I messed up, but he didn't just like hide himself. Yeah. He yeah. didn't like, he didn't like stay 
at home in his room and yeah, never come good. out. He like was going, he didn't care to get like super messy and to encounter yeah. Jesus. And I think it's the most beautiful thing. Yeah. I think it's so true because shame is often, we think of it as a posture of like hiding yourself. It's like, I need to go into the dark corners and let nobody see this. But what we see Peter do yeah. is his shame is actually the thing that leads him to yeah. Jesus and saying like, Jesus, you have to cover this. Like yeah. you have to be the one to come in and redeem this. And so if you're feeling shame in your life right now, you can let it lead you to the darkness and you can sit yeah. in it forever or you can let it be the thing that leads you to the light, that leads you to the feet of Jesus, to that encounter moment. And what mm. I love is when Jesus and Peter finally had that encounter moment, Jesus asked him three times, do you love me? And each one of them, it was almost like reminiscent of mm. like the three rejections of Peter. Yeah. But it's almost like as Peter says, yes, Lord, I love you. It's like Jesus covering each of those. Like, totally. I don't think it's by any accident that there was, he asked him three times, do you love me? And Peter says, yes, yeah. I love you. And he says, feed my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Basically yeah. saying, hey, G hey, Peter, like no matter your past, like there's something for you in the future. Yeah. Like it doesn't cancel out your calling. Yeah. Um, you actually have like a new anointing upon your life that I want you to step into. And so that's what mm. we mean is like, there is something hanging in the balance of your choice to run to Jesus for mm. freedom from your shame. It's not just so that you can be comfortable. It's because yeah. Jesus wants to do something with that. As those chains break, I believe mm. that it's going to break the chains of people around you, your family. Like I talk about like, yeah. you think about, um, like, um, generational curses. Yeah. Once that generational curse is broken by one family, like by one generation, it usually is broken in every generation forward. All it takes is that chain breaking. Yeah. It's the one break that then unleashes freedom all around it. And so yeah. that's what I think is so beautiful is like us getting stuck in a sin pattern yeah. is about so much more than like us just stopping the sin. It's because then it unleashes freedom all over the place in mm. our life. Yeah. And that's beautiful. And that is something that I think also then gives you almost like confidence and accountability to stay living in that freedom to stay living yeah. in the light rather than choosing to go back to hiding in shame in the darkness yes it's so good gosh like responding to God in this way takes so much boldness yeah. right like I think about it like I I want to I want to I want all of us as believers to like rise up to that to be like okay no I will raise my hand like I think about those moments in worship nights where they do altar calls and you're sitting there and maybe like the pastor like named something to come forward and you know it's it's you you just know it you know you gotta come you're you're full of shame you're full of guilt and your heart starts beating quickly well you gotta like you gotta spark some boldness in your spirit and like Peter you gotta be bold you gotta be unashamed um and just do the thing like run to the altar, like be brave, be bold, um, jump off the boat like Peter did and start swimming and like just being in this posture of just like being so mm. desperate for an encounter with Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we all gotta like when we shrink back and are shy and shamed, we gotta like, we gotta stir up a boldness, a new boldness in our spirit, um, in this way. Yeah. It's so good. It's so true. And just like, I think powerful to think about that, um, 
shame is something that I think we do we try so hard just to like keep hidden yeah. and like I don't want anybody to know that I'm living in this shame but that Jesus flips it on that his head like it flips it on his head yeah. and he's like no 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 I want it like, all you can be set free from shame yeah. the moment that you like bring that to the light and the moment that you're almost like bold about you know, the things that you're ashamed of and the yeah. things that you think like people would think differently of yeah. you if yeah. they knew. And Jesus is like, those are the very things that I'm going to use to unlock freedom in your life yeah. all over the place. And so for you, like we just encourage you, find time with Jesus. Like yeah. get to the wor- a worship night for the girl tour. Uh, yeah, like literally, say, if you haven't gotten your ticket for for the girl tour, what are you doing? It, truly though, if this is resonating with you or if you feel like there's something in your spirit that you need freedom from, like in this way, like you gotta be in an atmosphere of yeah. worship to raise your hands, to run to the altar, to finally let those tears flow yeah, in yeah. a safe atmosphere. That is what it's for, for yeah. real. Absolutely. And so we just encourage you, if you if you can't get to a For the Girl Tour, get to a worship night, get to a place of worship, um, do it in your room, you know, crank up the loudest worship song, get on your knees yeah. and just lay it all out before him. Like Peter, get out of the boat, like, you know, get messy before yeah. the Lord, whatever you got to do to like enter into just saying, Lord, I'm so sorry, confessing it, laying it at his feet yeah. and letting him ask you the hard questions and letting him ask, do you love me? Hey, I have set you free from this for something. And so yeah. you walk away different from this moment forward. And so um, I think that it's just such a, ba- a beautiful, powerful invitation that Jesus is offering all mm-hmm. of us. And, and will we say yes to it? That's right. I will. I will catch me up for the girl tour. Just sobbing on my knees a few of those nights. Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be You guys, good. we love you. We are so excited to be studying the word of God together um, and to experience freedom through this. Stick with us because we got some good things things ahead next um, week we're talking about freedom from shame that it, no we just no, did freedom from pride <laughs> next week we're, talking, we're talking about freedom from pride next week okay, i'm super so excited good. no I, not pride no pride yeah it is pride yeah, okay pride. yeah good freedom from pride okay next we're week tired. catch us here next week for the girl podcast we, we love, love you Hey, For The Girl fam, you are listening to Freedom Looks Good On You series. This series actually goes along with one of our newest Bible studies called Freedom Looks Good On You, and it's a six-week series that dives into the Word of God. You guys are getting some scripture in this series, so if you're looking for a new Bible study, if you want to do something with a group of friends or in a discipleship relationship, whatever you want to do or how you want to go through this, it's an incredible personal devo and will change your life. So head to For The Girl and grab your study and listen along as we dive a little bit deeper through the next few episodes.